Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's episode 185 of The Backwash. And it's all things people should never talk about. The R word. Glory holes. Donkey shows. Oh, God. (laughs) Strap in. It's the backwash. Transmission has terminated. No. It's time for an exclusive after show podcast. The DSC presents the Backwash Podcast. I feel like I steered us wrong, team, and so I just wanted to give you my apologies from Boyer versus the team today. Again? You're a moron. (laughs) (laughs) No apology necessarily. We were all wandering around in the dark, and you admitted that you weren't sure, so, you know. I had read something earlier this week about the brief history of the R word. And um, where it came to be, and it said that the use of that word in relation to mental ability wasn't first noted until 1895. Before that, the medically correct word was imbecile. Right. So I just thought that that meant the lowest level of intelligence. So that's where I went off of. All right. But then um, I saw what Dave cited um, after the show, and it... uh, it's right in the middle. Right. So there is a lower rung. And that's so to. funny. I feel like I would have, if I would have just read an article with that word in it, imbecile, like when do you read anything uh-huh. with that word? I, I would have followed that as a sign that, yep, we got that's got to be the lowest of the low for sure. Mm-hmm. So I totally would have gone the same direction okay. you would. You steered us in. Had I read that, I feel the same. Turns because. out idiot was the uh, lowest rung, mm-hmm. then imbecile, and then morons is the closest to us. Mm-hmm. Well, that's <laughs> suggesting that we're not down at idiot already, mm-hmm. and, and our performance uh, on Boria versus the team might suggest that. Uh, the score, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was really random. It had popped up in my feed. Someone had posted it on Instagram in their story. You know, why do people still use the R word today? Which... Boyer was in the studio talking about it the other day, defending its use, not for people, but just the word in general being in our lexicon. It has an absolute proper use. Right. You know, oh, what's it like you're talking about your car? Hey, is that timing too far advanced? I'm going to retard it a little bit. It's a completely legitimate, that's the that's the way it's It is spoken. underdeveloped uh, learning or mental acuity and all that stuff, right? You know, not there. But uh, do you do you understand, Chris, that some words can be hijacked in the lexicon and used derisively, uh, which is an insult to uh, those um, folks who might have children who are mentally retarded? And we have we have friends who are such. And it's like, wow, man, that's that's kind of a that's a rough word when people use that, you know, as a. you know, invective, if you will, as an insult to people. And then they look at their child here who is, and it's uh, it's troublesome to those parents. Can you understand that distinction and how it kind of pollutes out there and people use that word derisively to people? So are you suggesting that I uh, should not refer 
to... I did not. I'm asking you that question, and it's silly to even ask a question of Boyer because he's not going to answer. My question was, do you understand how that can be insulting and how in, in, in the culture, in the lexicon, it can take a whole new meaning um, that is uh, insulting uh, to those people? Uh, yes, I feel that... Uh when it is spoken about individuals with disabilities, mm-hmm. then that can be problematic, correct. yes. Correct, correct. And and people sometimes, can you understand that sometimes people flinch when they hear the word, even when used properly? Now, I will defend your use of using it properly, because I know you don't mean it that way. But as long as you know that you'll make people flinch when you use it, it's an involuntary thing. It's not like they're intellectualizing it or anything. But if someone uh, hears that word, they might flinch because of the... Uh, a negative charge that it has taken on in society when people have used it so derisively. I you've, I mean, if I were to say liberal, what do you think immediately? <laughs> well, I think of uh, a soft-headed person of low morals. And, right, uh, immediately, instead of like liberal use of lotion tonight, okay. you know, which would mean an abundance of, right? Ooh, you got him right yeah. there. So, so you flinch at words because they've taken on a certain meaning in the social lexicon, and everybody does. What? So I think we all need to understand that when we use these words, especially the R word and the N word and or the C word. Or even the of well, raccoon. There's no, there's no way around the C word. But yeah, uh, like the shortening of the word raccoon. You know, it will make people flinch, and you know that. And if you use it, you'll use it as a weapon. And that's, I know you. (laughs) You'll use it on purpose just to get that reaction. But even when you're using it properly, do you understand that it might make people flinch? When it's used properly, there's no excuse for someone to flinch. Yet knowing that people do involuntarily. That's their problem. Even you. And it's your problem as well when you do it. That's their problem. Okay. You leave no room for feelings in this world. Yeah. Because I'm sick and tired of feelings topping facts. Well, I mean, you you're know, the I don't mo- feel... most easily butthurt people we I... know, and I'm not even kidding about that. I don't, I don't feel like that's true. Well, no, you're the mo- you have true. the most sensitive feelings about topics of anybody on the show. Because and you're the most easily butthurt, and you'll blame it on someone else. And you'll, you, you, your first argument was, okay, that's because it's the person's fault the way they accept it. Well, that's how you do more than anybody else we know. We're in a pretty uh, dangerous spot in our society where feelings trump fact. Interesting uh, verb you usage, usage there. <laughs> You know, two plus two is four. Well, I don't feel it is. Well, okay, I get when that. Did that. But get when that. did that example happen? Give uh, me a real example. I was listening to uh, Slater's show the other day. Mike and, Slater. And there was a man <laughs> on the street interview mm-hmm. talking about math. Now, there is no possible way that two plus two doesn't equal four in our current base 10 system. Right. And this woman said, well, you know, the... Um, uh, Native Americans had a different system of feeling, and I don't, it doesn't feel right to me that two plus two is four. Are you quoting that accurately? Because it no, doesn't make sense right now. She didn't either, probably, right? She didn't right? either. Yeah, yeah, yeah I she get that. She didn't either, but it's, it's not an exact quote, but it was, it was like a, a feeling made her correct. 
I don't feel like that's right. No, it's true. If I have two oranges and somebody gives me two apples, I've got four pieces of fruit. But unlike two plus two equals four, it's not given to various interpretation like a word. And that's words have of, different meanings. Two plus two can only have one answer. Right, and that's a word can have several. One of the reasons I always liked math in school is because there's a very um, precise answer versus right. subjective with reading. I could write or English class. I could write an essay, and one teacher might give it an A, and another might give it a C because of how they felt about what I wrote, even though it was the same piece of thing. So. Language has always been super subjective in our right. society. Whereas math is objective. That's what turned my dad on to it. A master's degree, mm-hmm. taught high school teacher. He loved. I love the finality and the de- definitiveness mm-hmm. of mathematics. That's why I love sports. At the end of the game, you have a winner and a final score next. Even when there's controversy behind calls and things like Fine. that. Like that's when feelings start to get into yeah, it. Sure, sure. But yet, scoreboard trumps all. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's a difference when you're bringing in a math example right. versus language, which is what we were talking about. Well, when you use the term correctly, there's no reason Or in the to context with which it's correct. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree with Boyer on that. I really do. And I don't take him to mean it derisively at all. I just don't believe he understands. Well, you know what? If he uses it properly, then it is on the other person. If he's using it, you know, like a hammer, like the R word... Um, you know, and call someone that, that's just uh, not right. I mean, what am I supposed to say? You know, uh, the, the phrase is, yeah, you know, the timing's a little retarded. Well, the timing is inverse advanced. Or which slow. One, which it, one what, is, is the... What does it mean in that, where the timing is a little slow? It means that the timing is happening later in the cycle of the engine. Like slow. <laughs> um, it's it, no, it, it happens. It just happens later in the cycle. Later than it's supposed to? Okay. Yes. I, I, I buy that. I do. I totally do. And I buy his meaning of it, and it is completely applicable there. The now. spark is supposed to occur yeah. at, uh, you know, a, when the crankshaft is a certain number of degrees before top dead center. And if it's not mm. occurring... My cousin Vinny. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, I support you on that. And it is on the other person if they take that incorrectly. And, and there's no more accurate way to, to relate that fact to uh, someone who is talking about the very subject. I'm sure there is, but, uh, but you're using it correctly. And it should not be, uh, you know, I don't have a quibble with that. Do you, Emily? Not with that specific example no right, right. when he dug his heels on on the shortening of raccoon though yeah that's that, just that is a shortening of a proper word and it, the slang of it has been taken to mean something very hurtful so i don't know why you dig your heels in to use the shortening of a word when the proper word is ra- raccoon and i ask you you know uh, what if you did it in front of a bunch of black guys huge who you didn't know well i'd probably still say it <laughs> no you wouldn't no you wouldn't because you'd get your ass kicked, probably. Wouldn't you know that you'd get your... I mean, you'd have the awareness of the the meaning of that particular word. And why does it mean so much to hold on to a slang of a word that has... At the end of the day, it has no weight in your world. You can say raccoon, no problem. Well, as Dave clearly pointed out, uh, cracker isn't changing. Uh, stop. Stick on the one I'm talking about first, please. Uh... Because you are muddying the definition of the word. What? You are giving an innocent word a 
uh, an improper uh, definition. But it has taken on as a number one meaning the bad thing in our society. Right. Slang happens and things get carried away. And so then you phase it out and you have an alternate actual proper word to use. Dictionary.com. The C word there. Okay. The shortened. Extremely disparaging and offensive contemptuous term used to refer, excuse me, to refer to a black person, a rustic or undignified person. Yeah. And how far so, down? Number did you one. Have to it's go the for only that. one on dictionary.com. That's it. That's it. Now, because they don't get into slang. Now, I thought you were very specific about word uses, words versus slang, because that's the word dictionary.com breath. Now, this is very serious, and I, I can just sense people out there feeling like, this is awkward. So, Chris, let's get to key parties now. I thought that was a very compelling <laughs> subject that you had a minute ago. That, like, key, we were talking about earlier on the show, the glory hole. And I think right. people know what that is. You, there's a hole in the bathroom, and supposedly there's a woman on the other side, and men go in there to get pleasured. But did he Wait, do no. you really think that the hole goes to the woman's restroom? I thought the whole thing was, it's a man, it's a man-on-man thing. Yeah. That's it's all, a gay a gay connotation. Absolutely. Right. right. All, or secret, you're, you know, right. secret gay thing. It is never, I've never heard it involving woman well, ever. you haven't watched the videos that I've watched. I, oh, I'm boy. sure all of that. Right. I'm okay. positive I have not. That's fair enough. But the point we were going with is like, Un, uh, except for, you know, a movie and a depiction right. of such. Right, of course. Has anyone ever, like Dave said earlier, in the seediest places in the history of your, your experience, have you ever seen one in real life? Have you ever seen a donkey show T, in TJ oh, in your real life? Was there ever a key party? Well, where, didn't Ruth talk about attending key parties? What is a key party? A key Did party she? is when you come with couples, okay? And you have like five or six couples and everyone throws the key into uh, the basket at the beginning your of the party. Key. And at the end of the par- uh, party, you select a key, not your wives, and you go home with that person. Jesus. Yeah. So or it's, even it's, you just hook up with the person at that party that has the key, and then you can still... It's like that's a form like, of swinging. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think it's like a random... Is it strictly just to a, go home with A random close your eyes and pick out the key. There was, there that's was, how it was depicted in uh, a movie called The Ice Storm with uh, Sigourney Weaver and all them. Way back when, and my wife and I were like, really? Uh, that, you? No. I've, and I looked it up and, and did a little research, and, and it says here that the key parties have turned up in plot lines, you know, the 70s show, the ice storm, you know, um, but they did this long journal of sex research in co-marital sex and sexual freedom movement in San Francisco, and there is... Um, Never been able to find an individual who attended one. And they in their 1968 study of hundreds of Bay Area sexual subculture participants, because it was supposedly in the 60s that this stuff occurred. That was always the rumor about the Cajon Speedway thing. Yeah, for the races in the 70s, they'd go on over to the the you know watering hole, the uh, whatever the country store, and get a couple of beers and throw your keys in the in the bowl, and then you go home with whoever. And uh, that was the story. But again, I've never been able to find anybody who's done that. If they have, what's what's our email address, Emily? Uh, dscbackwash at gmail.com. Dscbackwash at gmail.com. Yes. That's the kind of leverage we have here in the building. <laughs> we have a Gmail address. Oh, we <laughs> did. <laughs> we set it up ourselves. We didn't want to ask and go to corporate. But uh, send, send a note with an explainer and, and details and pictures or something if you have them. Who would you invite, Chris Boyer? I'd invite the Tom Brady's because I think, you know, obviously, Tom Jizzy's. is gorgeous. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, Giselle. Giselle is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and and a donkey show, which is regionally, uh, I mean, it's right here. Right. And I was in Amigo Escondido for many years. And What is an Amigo Escondido again? Uh, in 1986. Yes. Uh, Scott Chatfield and I went to Tijuana to get presents, prizes, gifts for our listeners. They were going to do a uh, Burger and Prescott show from a Mexican fast food restaurant. And they wanted to give out uh, nipple cups and the little ball on the string with the cup that you catch. Right. And they wanted to give out uh, Jesus Banks. All the and, little TJ trinkets. Uh, Velvet Elvis. So please. All this stuff. List them all. And so they, Scott talked to one of the uh, folks who worked at the uh, travel bureau or something like that, kind of the, you know, come see Tijuana, come see Mexico department. <laughs> so we got these things wholesale for literally pennies on the dollar. Sweet. It was a fantastic deal. Pennies and on the peso. And before we left, no, they, they took, they wanted cash, man. <laughs> they right. wanted the green back. But before we left, the gentleman who brought us down there gave each of us an Amigo Distinguido card. Aha. Uh-huh. And I, it's written in Spanish. It's something like, uh, may our friends on each side of the border look over our beautiful grass-filled valleys and understand the friendship that extends between us both and... It was a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh-huh. If you went down there and you had a couple of beers and you wound up in the Hooshkow, you could throw your Amigo Escondido card, as Dave calls it, the uh, the Distinguished Friend card, yes. and they would uh, supposedly cut you loose. So how was the donkey minor. show when you were down there? I never found one. That's just it. I mean, never, ever, ever saw one. Well, did he mention that yet? I mean, when did it come up, the donkey show? It's come up in half a dozen movies, as you have suggested. Well, that was the key party thing. It also <laughs> came up in uh, like Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, there was the uh, like the Tom. I want to say there was a. What Tom did that Cruise. have to do with your trip to TJ? Was that just an aside? Never saw one down there. Okay. Right. Never saw one. Never on the sidewalk in the middle of the day a donkey show. No. Okay. The only donkeys we ever saw were painted with stripes, and they had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big you took your picture with you them. You took your picture uh-huh. with the right, goddamn right, thing, right. and that was it. And then, of course, the rumor was, well, that's during the day, and then at night they're working the donkey show on Revolution. Well, tell well, us what yeah, it what is. is. What is it? Allegedly, the donkey show was co-billed as a performer with a uh, woman of. Mm, soft moral character (laughs) (laughs) who would mm, bring the donkey to a frenetic release on stage. That was the uh, the rumor. Boy, he's like co- you know. Since when is sugarcoating his language on the podcast? What are you doing? That's not come on, man. Let it rip. So. Be anyway. careful what you wish for, James. <laughs> oh, I do wish. <laughs> so that was the thing that we we never saw, and we always felt just deprived. Gypped, deprived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Would you wait, have gone? Would you, yeah, that's insulting to gypsies. Would you have by gone the way, gone and seen it. I think we probably would have uh, stood far enough out of the splash zone. We didn't, <laughs> you know, we didn't bring a Gallagher poncho. <laughs> 
my God. <laughs> you know, it's you don't want it to be like sitting in Shamu Stadium in the first three rows. You've seen a lot of donkeys do that, huh? <laughs> you know, well, you can only imagine. I mean, yes, uh, I you, often imagine. What? <laughs> you know, because I know what I'm capable of, and then you you put a seven or eight hundred pound donkey on the stage, and you just you imagine uh, a greater level of achievement <laughs> from that uh, that beast of burden. So anyway, things we've never seen. Have you you went to a mule show, and it wasn't quite as satisfying, it was it? It wasn't, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> if you've ever seen one, uh, send some pictures. Yes. Uh, no. Send that to Boyer at Boyer.com. No. Yes. <laughs> that sounded dirty. You are correct, sir, yes. You've been listening to the DSC Backwash Podcast. Uncut and uncensored. Exclusively online on 1015kgb.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.